Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. This is Paul Hawksby. And Andy Jacobs. And welcome to the H&J Daily. Uh, the best bits of this afternoon show. Chris Marshall, the actor from Death in Paradise and uh, My Family. He's in a new... Um, Period drama, isn't he? Jane Austen's great unfinished novel. He's in that on ITV. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, we had a very interesting uh, thing happen today. We, we, we had a great guest lined up. Yeah. And we had lots of questions from you, the listeners. Uh, but unfortunately, he couldn't get into the building. Yeah. Um, so you'll see what unfolded there. We also had uh, a bit of a subject that you helped us out with in terms of uh, puntastic texts and emails. So we hope you enjoy. <laughs> Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Ed. Uh, good afternoon, Paul. And I'm quite intrigued by a reader's offer in the uh, Sun today for oh, yeah. uh, natural snail elixir. <laughs> and uh, it, it's apparently it's great for repairing damaged cartilage. I know uh, Gonzalo Higuain swore by it last <laughs> season. <laughs> really Gave him that first, uh, that <laughs> little burst of pace. What, what's snail elixir? What, what is it? Is, oh, where I does it come know. from? What, what kind Snails. Of, yeah, I know that, but what, what kind of... Is it is it sort of liquidized snails well, perish the thought? Is it or crushed. is it or some kind of yeah. excretion of the of the snail? Oh, that's a good point, actually. Uh, yeah. Is it snail sweat? <laughs> I don't. Know. It could be or, or, something, or something else. I didn't really else. look into it. I don't really, really want to think about it too it. much. It but, says snail protein. So I mean, the thing is, it's the if, body. If, if it isn't okay, so it is. But if it was something you had to extract from the snail, yeah. that's a job and a half, isn't it? Yeah, it's not a great job. <laughs> Whatever it was, I can think of worse jobs. You've made, not, you not deserve all the money you get, mate. Whoever you are, <laughs> very good. Yeah. And uh, David Zappa, David A. Zabacosta, Zabacosta, yeah. rather. Yeah, he's on his way to Rome. Oh, David A. Is he going to have Adrian on your case oh, for no, your yeah. David A. David. He's not really David, is he? I just call him Zappa. Zabacosta is on his way to uh, Roma for a season-long loan. And yeah. And before he was granted a testimonial, that's really sad, isn't it? Really. And uh, can he take William with him? Just, just oh, request. okay, fair enough. Was he? Um, it was a funny one that because he cost you about twenty odd million. Twenty five million. Yeah, just twenty five million. Was he a Conte? Italian, Italian. Conte Osari signing. Conte, but not really a Conte sign, a club signing. I right, think Conte, one of those, Conte wanted Alexandro, who cost sixty million from Juventus, so they bought him Zappa Costa for twenty five. But he's an Italian international. But it's yeah. never quite. Our league he looked does, good he's in good the player, first game, didn't he? Mm, he How often did you get that? Yeah, I remember that. I remember him scoring. Yeah, it. our league. It's a bit like us when Mido. Yeah. We thought, blimey, we got something here, and we did. <laughs> it's but not quite what we expected. You know, does, our league doesn't suit every player. That's the thing. You know. Yeah. So what are you going to do? Uh, news today that David, <laughs> David 
Davide. Davide Beckham. <laughs> Davide. Not everybody's a Davide. <laughs> yeah, for goodness sake. Yeah. David Beckham's MLS stadium site in uh, Miami is contaminated with arsenic. Yeah, it's a bit worrying, isn't it? Yeah, so of course we immediately went Well, we've got arsenic Wenger. <laughs> yeah, Gordon Strickneen. Yeah, uh, Gordon Strickneen. Gordon Strickneen. It's pronounced Strachan, but it's spelled Strickneen. <laughs> Gary um, Hemlock. Uh, I had uh, I had Terry... I, Terry, who's Gary Hemlock? Gary Locke, but Terry Hemlock. Oh no, better. Terry, Terry Hemlock. Terry Hemlock. Yeah, Terry Hemlock. So I, come I, on, I've let's. Got one more. Oh, go, go on then. Vasily Rat's poison. <laughs> That's good. Come on, <laughs> let's have your poison spot stars. We don't need satire. We don't Pierre Van Hoydonk. We just want terrible puns. So come on, let's have a few of those uh, poison-related uh, sports stars. Talksport.com. Text mm. eight ten eighty nine. Tweet to uh, T S H and J. And I did love this text to the finally to the uh, Daily Star. Finally, where you well, no, getting no, off? You, you sounded got... like you wanted to do something else. No, so I've got oh, nothing. No, okay. I'm, honestly, I've got nothing better <laughs> to do. I'm sit with you for <laughs> practically the next three hours. I, I, I mean, I'm in for the long haul. <laughs> I've made the commitment so far. Very, very pleased yeah. for you. Uh, this is a Steve from London. I don't know who he is. He wrote to the Daily Star with yeah. this one. Uh, Gary Lineker isn't just overpaid, but the fact he only works for 90 minutes a week makes him the highest paid person on earth. <laughs> you think, this, A, he isn't, and B, no. how stupid is that text? Yes, that's right, he turns up five seconds before match of the day, haven't, hasn't watched any of the games yeah. whatsoever, does the show and goes home. That's it's brilliant, it. isn't it? We've got yeah. a great understanding of how television works from Steve in London there. I don't normally go to the letters in the papers, but I was very taken with Paul Marston from Walsall, who oh, says yeah. VAR should be renamed <laughs> Very Annoying Referee. <laughs> Pathetic. <laughs> really. I think we should. I think we should definitely do that. Yeah, then he says, if brilliant goals keep being ruled out for such marginal reasons, people will eventually lose interest in the game. They won't. Next. But there you yeah, go. Yeah, that's... It does, it does kill it a bit, though. You suppose he's got a little point there, isn't he? Um, Paul Nicholson's been in touch, Andy, and oh, he yeah. does make the point, if, if your old nan is going to come out and play football, yeah. um, imagine all the shouts of, Nan on! <laughs> it's very true, Paul. <laughs> very it's going to be a lot of shouts of Nan on. But I, this, I, is, this is a, a yeah. Danish boffin who says, uh, women of 55 to 70 should be encouraged to play five-a-side football, and we're going to be finding out yeah. why when we speak to him. Uh, a little bit later on. I can't on, see my wife going off for a game of five aside. It seems unlikely. How would you feel about it? She just suddenly said, well, that's it, Andy. I know you've just I'd come in, but I'm honestly delighted. I'm I've, tried, I've tried to get her into the I've game. I've tried to get her into, ex- not into football, but into exercise for years. I had this theory about my wife that she hates exercise, but she's she she's incredibly naturally fit. You know, right. she used to run for a bus and never even be out of breath. And even that's after doing no exercise. I said to her, Why don't you take up marathon running? You might be a, you, you might a, be like no Paula exercise Radcliffe. to marathon, but she could write a book, <laughs> couldn't she? But she, I can't. She's just not interested. And we have a competition really because I do a lot of exercise. Yeah, yeah. So we both, whoever dies first, the other one will be standing by the gravestone going, "I told you." Because she doesn't believe in exercise at all, and I do. <laughs> so there you go. It's, it's good to know what's going to be said, isn't it? Um, so, sulfuric Laporte, says uh, Eddie from Glasgow. Uh, Very clever. Pat Rysin, says oh, uh, Bruce McNichol. Excellent. A bit dark, this. Yeah. Uh, Maurizio Sarin, says uh, Gavin Bridgewater. Oh, excellent stuff. Uh, Morgan Cyanidlin, says oh, Sean. <laughs> Diego Belladonna, says... Uh, Mally, uh, keep them coming then. Uh, come on. Fantastic. Let's well have, done. in seconds, they come up with those. Yeah, that's uh, brilliant. What a good bunch you are. So uh, let's have your poison beast. Po- Ali McCoy's, he'd, be, he'd wet himself. <laughs> he would have done. Ali, he loves it. This, this is the quality stuff. <laughs> yeah. And Ali, he, he's in bits with some of the sort of fair 
lovely. I know. So we'd, we'd have to have a bucket in there <laughs> if Ali was here. So anyway, um, <clears throat> give us a few more of those. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talk Sport. It's uh, Paul Hawksby, Andy Jacobs here on TalkSport. Uh, Chris Marshall has joined us in the studio. Uh, he is uh, in Sanditon, the new um, adaptation. Well, the adaptation. It's probably the first time it's been on TV. It's Jane Austen's unfinished novel. Costume drama. Let's hear a little bit of the trailer. These seaside resorts can be odd places. Let me introduce you to our guest. This is where we come. You made. Sanditon starts Sunday the 25th of August on ITV. Yeah, it sure mm. does. Good afternoon, Chris. Good afternoon, gents. Do you Hi. like do you like a costume drama? Do you like all that dressing up, the breeches and the, and the big hats? And the... I've I got to say, I've not been a, um, in, in, in my past, I've never been a huge um, a period costume fan but they're they're great to be in i haven't done one for about 10 years so. hmm. but i used to do quite a few when i was younger and a bit more unknown <laughs> um and um yeah and i and um but i watched the um the andrew davis's version of les miserables quite yeah, recently. Yeah. i enjoyed that um yeah, I mean they look great. So well, yeah, they do. Uh, and don't and they? this is this is no exception. I mean, he's a great writer. I mean, it's oh, in very fantastic. safe hands, isn't it? So he's he. It's an unfinished novel. So he's has he kind of imagined how it would have panned out. It's, it's... Yeah, well, uh, Jane Austen um, um, fortunately died mm. um, before she could write more than eleven chapters. So, yeah. <clears throat> so no one's really taken it on uh, before, and I think um, it's quite bold, isn't it? Yeah, well, Andrew, yeah, Andrew's had you know obviously had the Pride and Prejudice with um, Colin Firth, yeah, the, yeah. the famous one um, uh, in in his um, in his quiver, and um, you, you know, and uh, obviously he did Lamey's recently. He's done it. He's, he's like the go-to guy for sort of anything, anything period. Um, and so I think he's an, earned a crack at it. Yeah, um, absolutely. So yeah, and it's um, never been done before. So it's it's quite nice actually to uh, to be in something that's uh, not going to be compared to anything else. Who do you play? I play a character called Tom Parker, mm. um, uh, one of uh, the Parker brothers, um, the eldest of the Parker brothers, and uh, he is uh, the sort of local. Uh, entrepreneur and visionary really mm. he's trying to sort of um you know it was a great time the regency and end of the georgian era and the regency era was a great time where people uh, were great advocates of sea bathing and thinking that taking the waters was um you know um a cure for all sorts of ailments and and uh, uh he's um a, a great believer in this and he wants to turn a sort of parochial fishing village into this great new sea bathing resort oh, okay. to rival brighton and bath mm-hmm. and what have you so um so he, he's kind of like a, I guess if, if he was around today, he'd be like a sort of, um, you know, uh, in charge of a startup or something like that. Yeah. He's quite, you know, he's on the sort of, you be know. taking it into the den, wouldn't he? Yeah, be going yeah, into exactly. the, uh, Jane Austen's dragon's den. Jane Austen's den. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, yeah. yeah. Going up against a few Georgian dragons. <laughs> yeah, that's um, it. Uh, yeah. That would be yeah, good. good. Uh, I just, I've got a question for, I've often wondered this, I may have got too much time on my hands, but to what level is the, is the kind of dress authentic? I wonder when you go in, 
thing to you put the coat on and you put the you know and you put the breeches on. Is it does it go down to undercrackers? Because it strikes me that if you've got a hint of Calvin Klein in one of the shots and it's a bit you know that you can't you can't be doing that. So do they insist how much how much of the clothing is authentic to to what extent? Um, well, it is it is it's extremely authentic. Um, I'm not sure it goes quite that authentic. No Hessian um, pants you have to wear. <laughs> I wasn't wearing Hessian pants. What I did, excuse me, what I did have to do was um, remove the um, boxer shorts um, uh, because the Calvins had to go because um, the, the, the britches were so tight. Yeah. Uh, I thought you might have VPL. So it would you, would it, you well, it wouldn't involve the VPL so much as, um, well, it did involve VPL, but P doesn't mean panty. So it's really it's like you're, you're front man of Cameo or something. It's, it's, quite, uh, it's like you're wearing a cod piece. Yeah, I'm a huge fan of Word Up, but uh, <laughs> you know, I didn't want to emulate that. <laughs> well, it, yeah, it's so it's got a very we, good cast, of so course, including Anne Reid, who's such a brilliant actress. Yes, oh, she's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Yeah. She's an absolute legend. You know, she is. Um, she, you know, to me, she is the sort of um, the, the, the sort of proof that um, old actors um, never really retire. They just get, you know, more, more sort of um, more youthful and outrageous. I mean, she's she's got a wicked sense of humour. She's mm. a brilliant actress. Um, she was originally know. in Corrie, wasn't she? Yeah, she, she was. was. She was Ken Barlow's That's missus. Right. And then yeah. uh, did a lot of stuff with Victoria Woodlass and Tango in Halifax. She was in that. Yeah. Dinner Ladies, I believe. Dinner, yeah, she yeah. Was, yeah, brilliant. Um, yeah, brilliant I mean, actress. Yeah, yeah. yeah she, um, she's fantastic. And, and you know, um, I, I, I love working with actors of a certain age because they're, they're, they're sort of, you know, they're so they're sort of growing old so disgracefully. Yeah, yeah. In the be- I mean that in the best way. Obviously, mm. you know, it's it was a witty and full of life. And you get to that point where they don't care what they say. Don't care, yeah, you know. Exactly. And, and, and it's um and it's, and it's a brilliant, brilliant position to be in. I hope I make it. <laughs> <laughs> when, yeah, when you're perfect. when you're doing the kind of costume drama, it strikes me it's a bit like when you're at a fancy dress party that you all go to a fancy dress party and you all go hey, hey you all laugh at each other and ultimately you stand there with a pint and one of you says. See the game last night. I can't, I'm surprised they let Pogba take that penalty. I suppose a lot of you are kind of sitting round in uh, in the breaches in all the in all the Jane Austen gear, saying, "Well, it wasn't a bad game, but I thought maybe United should have made a substitution earlier." Yeah, there's lots of that, lots of crosswords, you know, yeah. um, and crosswords. Uh, yeah, you know, no, um, it's. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of sitting around in very, very tight. I mean, the girls, the girls have it kind of worse. Oh, of course really, they do. Yeah, the corsets. Um, yeah, and um, a couple of my co-stars uh, would remove their corsets on the sly. Right, <laughs> come in and just go oh, take my corset off. Yeah. We, should, we, should, we should mention uh, Death in Paradise because Andy loves it. Oh, it's one of my favourite. He programs. loves it. I love it. Yeah. The reason I love it is. Complete escapist nonsense. Of course, it's not serious, but it comes at the time of year. They always put it out in sort of like the winter time, and it just looks so great when you're in this sort of you know grim time of year weather-wise, and this beautiful island. And uh, we always say it must be really fun, not necessarily for the main actors who have to be there for a long time. Yeah. Arlo Hammond mm. said this to us, but for the uh, the normal, you know, just the sort of bit. it's a lovely guest. It's a lovely yeah, guest, guest role spots. for someone. Our old mate Simon Day, we were mentioned earlier on, did it, didn't he? And he that that phone call from the hello love. Just do you fancy a death impact? Do I? Fa- you, honestly, they're on. The, they're at Heathrow before you put the phone down, aren't they? Yeah, I mean it's uh, it's pretty popular. Um, <laughs> and uh, and you must it, get people. You often they probably say, "Oh, so and so's coming." You think really? And so uh, you get actors you probably wouldn't expect because it's it sounds like a nice gig for a couple of weeks. Yeah, I mean, what's interesting is um, you know every week is sort of. Uh, because, uh, you know, when you're out there for six months, you sort of get a bit bored. You know, there's only about three bars out there and a couple of restaurants. Yeah. And, you know, <clears throat> wonderful beaches and, 
But, you know, you, 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 it becomes sometimes like a very, very beautiful open prison. Um, <laughs> uh, and, um, and, you know, you sort of need new blood. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. So yeah, the, 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 the new, the, the, the actors coming out. To churn, the, you need churn. You need the churn, you know. It's <laughs> like, um, you know, and, and you feel a bit more like a holiday rep, you know. You sort of tick them in and you go, yeah. you know, morning, but welcome to paradise. It is mad. There's it's the it. bar, there's the sea, off you go. That's it. Yeah, Mind yeah. the rum, it's very strong. <laughs> all these, you have to suspend disbelief because all these places like King's Markham and uh, yeah. Midsummer and all these, yeah. like Detroit, so, so violent. Yeah, yeah just it's I mean, yeah, it's, murder a week. It seems unlikely. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, I think uh, I think also, you know, uh, with Death in Paradise. Anyway, we just used to poke fun a bit at those those kind of um, shows as well. We didn't take ourselves too seriously. No, but I it was fun. Didn't. It was good fun. <laughs> now, football wise, mm. uh, you are you're a kind of Villa fan, um, mm. but you say your dad's a massive Forest, probably died in the Wall Forest fan, so he didn't kind of lead you. Down that path. Well, he tried to. Yeah, yeah, Dad was born in Beeston um, and uh, a huge Forest fan. And actually, when uh, just before I was born, my mum was um, heavily pregnant. Um, with with me and yes. um, and uh, hopefully me and yeah. um, <laughs> and uh, we lived above um, we lived above uh, I think it was an electrical retailer shop. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you stood on a stool in the kitchen. You could uh, watch half of the football, um, <laughs> okay, uh, 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 Forest, and then if you stood in the lounge at the front, you could see um, the cricket at Trent Bridge. Oh, nice, oh, nice. Yeah. So um, from the toilet, you just caught the Meadow Lane. Got <laughs> yeah. a bit, a bit of Notts County in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, anyway, yeah. Um, so yeah, he was a huge Forest fan. He did try to uh, get me, um, and you know, obviously. When I was growing up, it was a Cluffy period, and you know, um, it was a good the, time. I mean, it yeah. was a good time of glory, hunt, wasn't yeah, it? The, the, yeah, exactly. Well, you yeah, know, um, Aston Villa also won the. European they did, Cup, yeah, yeah, you know, that's well. right. So, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, and I ended. He took me to a match, um, and they were playing Villa, and I, I decided that I quite. I was about six or seven. I decided I quite like the Villa kit, so I was like, well, I'll go mm. with Villa, I think. Um, and to his credit, he bought me a, an Aston Villa duvet and. That's nice. What have you? And uh, I sort of stuck with them, really. Um, you know. All yeah. I mean, I'm not from Birmingham. I'm from you know. Well, I grew up in the Cotswolds for a bit. So, but it's quite a villa following there, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think it's on. It's our nearest big club, or, or you know. And, but um, yeah, I'm, I'm quite excited about you know um, this season. I mean, obviously, it's not started brilliantly, but um, I'm liking Douglas Lewis. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. He looks and, part and, when he's not d- dummying the ball. <clears throat> Yeah, they'll learn. Yeah, they'll learn. But that—that looks—it was a great goal. Wasn't no, amazing it? Yeah. goal, and, yeah. and I think you know, obviously, they need the, uh, someone to replace the goals of Tammy Abraham last year, and you know, with the the new defence with um, uh, Mings and Engels, sounds like an estate agent, doesn't it? Yeah, triple four. Once they all sort of gel together, I'm hoping you know. It, yeah. it, 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 no, I think they're playing pretty well. They they're are, you're right. Getting results. I, I was, I'm a Spurs fan. I was at the game and uh, I thought they yeah. defended really well. Yeah, I thought um, Spurs were pretty lucky, actually. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, they're it just... Lucky, it, but... I know what you mean. Yeah, towards, <laughs> that's could the be, game. Could it's be a fight. Fallout. But as the, game, as the game wore on, of course, once, yeah. they, once they got the first goal, uh, yeah, yeah. you did sense they were probably going to get a, a second one. Yeah, exactly. But they, no, they've been playing well, definitely. So, so we can see you in Sanditon. It starts this Sunday. Of course, it's yeah, you said Sunday nine pm. Sunday nine pm, perfect. And is it eight? Oh, I've got the trailer on again. Is it? Do apologise. Oh, there we go. Is it eight or nine parts? Is it? Because it eight parts. Eight parts. Yeah. Fantastic. Great. So there's your Sunday nights uh, sorted. Mm. So you just pulled up, turn over.
That's You've precisely not, what you're supposed to do. Of course exactly. you are. Exactly. That's the, I mean, you know, that's Perfect. definitely Thank the way to do it. Lovely to see you, Chris. Uh, Good to see you, gentlemen. Thank Thanks you for having me on. for coming in. So check it out at Sandon uh, this Sunday at 9 o'clock on ITV. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from TalkSport. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Sharon, and here's where it gets interesting. Raise your hand if you want Salon Perfect Nails for just $2 a manicure. Yeah, me too. With the Alvin June Manny system, you can say goodbye to expensive services that take hours and hours and love your nails more than ever. I would know I've been doing it for years. Get 20% off your first Manny system with code PERFECTMANNY20 at alvinjune.com slash PERFECTMANNY20. That's PERFECTMANNY20 at alvinjune.com slash PERFECTMANNY20. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport. Um, we mentioned uh, earlier on, why did we get into poisons? Oh, because of arsenic, <clears throat> Vengo. Uh, David Beckham's MLS Oh, David site Beckham's MLS site's got arsenic here yeah, on the pitch. <clears throat> Excuse me. And so you've been uh, telling us about your, your poison sports stars. Uh, herbicide Hyde, says Gab Cancello. <laughs> Very good, uh, Gab. Um, Kevin... Rento Kilban says Ed. Um, one Sebastian Venom Very says uh, Ben. Um, <laughs> Willie Anthrax says uh, <laughs> Dave from Somerset. Um, Radium Parlor says uh, Bob. Uh, Des Botulinum says Jolly the West Ham fan. And, Got to have a TV show and who can it? possibly forget the uh, great Portsmouth goalkeeper? Uh, that is uh, Alan Deadly Nightshade, <laughs> says uh, John Morton. John, thank you very much for that. Keep them coming. We've got a few more there. And uh, maybe to get you going on something else, Chris Marshall was with us, the actor, just now. And he said um, when he lived in Nottingham, uh, if he stood on a chair in the kitchen, he could uh, see uh, Nottingham Forest ground. If he t- if, and he kind of looked for a window uh, in the living room, you could just kind of catch sight uh, of uh, Trent Bridge, pitch. oh yeah, the other uh, side, half yeah. the pitch. Oh, you got half. You got a bit of Trent Bridge and half the pitch um, <laughs> at uh, Forest Ground. So we're interested to hear some of the great vantage points. What well, kind of all right vantage points that uh, that you've mm. had over the years when it came to sports stadiums? I mean, not necessarily the bloke who had a flat that just mm. overlooks the whole pitch, but well, you could just see a bit really, of it. It was really noticeable on Saturday there because. Well, the bloke I was with the cr- cricket with, a friend of mine, he had a friend who lived in Lord's View and he always used to watch the games. Yeah. And, and But we were looking on Saturday. There are loads of flats that overlook Lord's and there was not one person on the balcony. So really? Think, Why buy a flat <laughs> that overlooks Lord's and then not be interested in You're cricket? You're not interested in cricket. It does that seem a bit odd. Thing, yeah. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from TalkSport. <laughs> Good 
afternoon, Paul Hawksby, Andy Jacobs here on Talk Sport. We're in the final hour of the show. Tim Vickery will join us, our South American football expert. Look at some of the uh, stories from that part of the world. Uh, the Jubmont Stakes are live at 3.35. Lee McKenzie will uh, call them home in the feature race of the afternoon, day one of the Ebor meeting at York. Mark Marquez is here as well from the world of Moto GP. Is it seven time? Champion is he any world champion? He's Seven amazing, times, yeah, amazing. Incredible. Um, Riding so, since he was aged four. Yep. So Mark's going to pop in ahead of the British Grand Prix uh, at Silverstone. Uh, but before that, Andy, what, have, what do you have from your selected bits? My selected bits. Well, first of all, a piece from G Two this morning. I know rugby league man. He's retired, unfortunately. So he, we can't get. Has he con- retired? Can we well, tempt I, him out of retirement? You no, know, he has. Honestly, we can't. I've tried a thousand times to get him to do fashion pieces for us, but he's a know. perfectionist, though. Rugby I league know. man. He doesn't want to do it. Half cocked. <laughs> True. Yeah. And this one I, I suggested to him because I thought it was right up his street. It mm. was a piece in The Guardian about socks. Oh, yeah. White or bright, pulled up or barely visible. Are novelty ones ever okay? The Guardian fashion team decode the new rules for socks. And uh, the, apparently the best quote and the one they picked out was, socks have become an area of woke signalling. No, they haven't. They're just socks. Wow. Oh, goodness sake. Some people like an odd sock. Some people... Ronnie Corbett liked a... He liked a loud sock, didn't he? Yeah. He was a man I don't he was woke signalling. Well, I don't think he was woke signalling. No, he just liked <laughs> a loud like sock. A nice Some sock. people like... They like an odd sock, don't they? You yeah. wear the, uh, the, the, the yeah. brightly coloured... And then a different colour. Do you and, go down uh, that route? Andy, no, or are you a pairs man? I'm definitely a pairs man. Definitely but, a pairs uh, man, right. Kate Lawler's producer, he wears... Two, he's got Converse shoes and he, he's got them in two pairs and he wears one day he wears left foot, right foot, blue and brown. Different coloured shoes. Yeah, that's it. And the that's other day bold. he wears brown and blue. Yeah, it's quite... That, that is bold. Well, it's quite strange, I'd say. It is. Uh, you could never accuse um, Anthony Yard, the uh, fine light heavyweight mm. boxer, of uh, ducking uh, a fight because he is off... Well, he's already gone mm. to, uh, to Russia to fight Sergei Kovalev. In his hometown. Yeah. I mean, he's gone there. They've already, Cold, lost, they've already lost his luggage, so the mind games have started. But what about that? West Central Russia, yeah. close to the Urals. It's very you ever been bu- close to the Urals, no, Andy? No, I haven't. I can't tell but, um, he's, yeah, he's gone there to, uh, to fight in Chelyabinsk, it's called. And it's going to be like one of those old Jim Watt fights at the Kelvin Hall. I think partisan crowd is what immediately springs to mind. I don't really Andy, uh, Anthony has taken with him, but... Man, that's a that's a that's a bold thing to do. So we wish him well because it's not going to be easy. Now we spoke uh, recently to um, a dean, I think he was of a, of a I can't remember which cathedral it was, but basically they, they installed a uh, crazy golf course. You yeah, know, you may remember that. Uh, Is it Winchester? Is that right? Rochester. Rochester. Right. Sorry, yeah. Uh, but there's something going on in the church at the moment. They're obviously there often is. Yeah, they're obviously desperately trying to attract people uh, to come to church and, and sort of enter the whole spirit of the thing. Uh, because <laughs> the whole spirit of the well, that's thing. very much so, isn't it? That's the, right. The yeah. deans, Thousands of years of religion <laughs> down to the whole spirit of the. Well, there is a spirit involved. Of there course. is, of course, yeah, there is. Yeah, yeah. The deans from Hereford, Gloucester, and Worcester yeah. were due to take part in a penalty shootout yeah. uh, with the Bishop of Tewkesbury in goal. This is mad. Is um, he good in goal, Bishop of well, Tewkesbury? No idea. Did he have his foot on the line? <laughs> I hope he did. Yeah. Uh, Worcester's Dean pulled out, and then uh, basically there seems to have been a bit of subterfuge. A 
suspiciously strapping sub-organist, says the Times, <laughs> whose four goals won the day. Oh. So uh, a bit of a ringer there. Leonor, the sub-organist, <laughs> came in, did he? I can't imagine. Well, still, um, the Pope was a goalkeeper, so I suppose he's not the first religious man yeah. to, to that used to be, the, be the, a custodian. The late Pope John Paul, <laughs> people used to say you'd be in a cab or something. So, oh, yeah, he played for Poland, didn't he? Played in golf. Played for no, for I think he actually played for his village. No, he played for Poland, definitely. He just played for his village team. No, I'm sure he played for Poland. No, he didn't, mate. He really didn't play for Poland. But he, look, he may, he, he, he could have I done. I think people are still saying. But he took, a, he took a different route. He took a different route. He decided not to play for Poland. He decided to become or oh, the Pope. Yes, that's true. Now, Bill, yeah. they're hanging on your every word. Oh yeah, that's good. Uh, well, it's good I'll tell you why, Andy. Good, why? Because um, it, it, I've got a Johnny Nash. Yes. There are more questions these are the stories that you often find, mainly in yeah. the tabloid newspapers, that, that have basically been cut down to three or four lines. They're almost like a tweet. Mm. And, and you think, I need to know more. Uh, and today's is, footy fan Andrew Smith, five of Fleet Hans, was yeah. gutted to find his Holes trip uh, to meet, was to meet Nessie, not Lionel Messi. That's <laughs> what, Loch Ness Monster? Yeah. So you're thinking, okay, he's five. Yeah. Uh, how did the papers speak to him and find out he was gutted yeah. to go on holiday? Well, that's a very good question. He thought to meet Lionel Messi, but was in fact Nessie. So I did a bit of detective yeah. work. And there's a little bit more to it. That's a lovely picture of young five-year-old Andrew standing on the banks of Loch Ness with his uh, thumbs down. Did Nessie down. give him a shirt with his name on the back? I don't think he did. he likes to do that. His dream was to meet uh, Lionel Messi. He misheard his mum and dad. Oh, no. They said, we're going on holiday, you're going to see... Nessie, and he started jumping round the room. He's a Tottenham fan, so uh, so he started jumping round the the room, very very excited. They get in the car, and he's thinking, "Well, that doesn't look like the new camp." And then they find themselves <laughs> like in... he knew he'd know what the new camp yeah. was. Like, five That's years right. old, yeah. They find that just to annoy uh, Adrian or the the camp. No, um, so yes, they find themselves in Scotland, and uh, they say, "There, see if you can find him." Well, what are you talking about? <laughs> at five, as much as you can at five. And then he said, no, we said Nessie, not Messi. Oh, he must have been very disappointed. And he didn't seem massively impressed. He'd gone up to Scotland for two weeks to visit mm. some uh, relatives, but he's come out of it quite well. He's got a Scotland shirt well, out of it. Can't be bad. And uh, he's entered into the spirit. So, look, suddenly, from mm. that Johnny Nash, um, we do understand it. And, of course, when we understand a Johnny Nash, you hear this. I can see clearly now. Nice, remember the you live don't just version. throw these bits together, do you? Oh, no, no, no. That's right. Now, talking of the great man himself, uh, Johnny Nash, it was yeah. his birthday yesterday. There you see, all because of Pele, is he available? Oh, yeah. yeah, well. Yeah, I hope so, anyway. Not uh, singing, I can see clearly, I wouldn't think. Well, no, probably not. Yeah. Uh, the singer-songwriter Tears on My Pillow, uh, yeah. recording was another one of his big hits. Yeah. Okay, uh, you probably know roughly how it is. I'm going to give you a margin of about... I'm only going to give you a margin of four years. I've got to try and guess our old Johnny Nash to find the reggae artist. I've been in touch with him, actually. Have you really? Yeah, he's been campaigning to reform jousting, but has been putting forward far too many ideas. Yes, there are more suggestions than Lancers. Oh, wow. (laughs) Wow, wait. Um, Johnny Nash has got to be in his <laughs> 70s now, hasn't he? 77. Very good, he's 79. Go cool, not so bad. I, I did that I wouldn't have done that when I wrote it a couple of days ago, but I thought, well, it fits. Yeah, it fits, it does. Uh, I it do does, apologise. It does the job, terrible, doesn't it? Really. Yeah. Yeah, never mind. Um, Anything else? else? Yeah, probably. Let me hear it. Oh, yes, yeah, Scarlett Moffat's new TV show. It's really got a touch of the Alan Partridge's pitch to Tony Hare, no. uh, the BBC. Oh, Tony yeah. Hare's, rather. Honestly, it, I can't even believe this is a TV show. 
show. Gogglebox star Scarlett Moffat and her family are being sent to live with a remote African tribe for a TV <laughs> experiment. <laughs> what sort of a TV programme is that? They're going to sit round and watch telly. The Moffats, including Scarlett, her parents, her sister and grand, will jet to Namibia to spend time with the Himba tribe. Yeah. Weird. Who's going to want to watch that? And then are the Himba tribe coming back? Are they off, they're <laughs> off to the northeast, are they? <laughs> Maybe. I've no idea. It just seems... To, honestly, that's the thing, isn't it, where somebody, you know, Scarlett becomes quite famous, and then with that, you you made the point didn't you, last year that everything that came forward, every proposal had yeah. her name in it. That's right, yeah, yeah. Because they can't think beyond the last person that they've Let's seen. Let's get Scarlett Moffat involved. really, honestly. Yeah. But uh, no, you know, it's good, good luck to Scarlett. Yeah, really, yeah. And, and have a great time with the Himba tribe. <laughs> I'll be watching, don't worry about that. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talk Sport. Well, th- thanks for all your questions uh, for uh, Mark Marquez, but we await his arrival. Yeah, he's running yes. late and he's got to get through. He's got to get. If up, anybody up, can up get up. here quickly, you think he could? Yeah, yeah. it's true. Really, just put him on the bike. It's the old lift system here. Yeah, you know, big buildings, <laughs> and they can take a bit of time. Uh, this, uh, this is a mad crime, though. A couple faced six years in jail for yeah. taking eighty-eight pound of white sand from a protected beach in Sardinia. Wow. Italian police found the sand stashed in the couple's car. What are they going to do? Make their own beach? <laughs> Strange thing. To do. It just look good in the garden, I suppose. Andy, I've got no idea. Yeah, that's a very good sand. point. It certainly is. There you go. Uh, bad news for Prosecco fans. Dentists say that it's the Prosecco. worst. Prosecco. Who are Prosecco oh, no. fans? <laughs> well, come on, you Proseccos. Yeah. The worst alcoholic drink for your teeth. Mm. Uh, apparently, though, bad news for our producer. Cider is second because of its acidity. So watch out for John's teeth. I'll tell you our Prosecco fans messes Brazil and Parry because uh, oh, Jim yeah. White, when wandering home yesterday, was accosted <laughs> by the pair of them. And uh, Jim surmised that drink had been taken oh, no, really? by the way they were acting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they did. Well, that's no great secret. Mm. They were tweeting out pictures of that uh, the other day. Uh, Steve Evans, you know, they think what a glamorable world, as Stuart Pearce might yeah, say, football much, yeah. is. Uh, the a manager, uh, one of his subs uh, got to the ground uh, at uh, 10 to 7 uh, last night and um, he said it basically broke into two flat tyres and had to abandon his car to get an Uber to the, uh, to the stadium to make kick-off. But uh, anyway, what are you going to do? No, um, anything no else? Idea. Oh, well, I'm, uh, I might be having to venture onto page two. OK, well, what I think you might have to, oh, because I, I, um, <laughs> at, at the moment, Mark Marquez is Did you somewhere see, in reception. I do like Martin Lipson's column in The Sun. It's really interesting and informative. And you see this thing about English clubs <laughs> doing even better. What are you doing now? What's no, I just, I've just been told, uh, we've just been told we don't know where he is. Yeah, oh, for goodness sake. So thanks very much. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, I'm going to put the questions. Mm, I was I've not put... got 11 minutes. No, I'm sorry, Andy, not after, because we've had so many great questions. Why don't you put them to me? I will. I will put. I'll I'll make sure um, that we're not going to see Mark. Are we not going to see Mark now? Uh, The producer just basically shrugged his shoulders, (laughs) which is always always great, great, isn't it? It's always a great. It was a great sign when the producer dropped out. Yeah, (laughs) it's always great when the producer beats me. Well, if he doesn't know, then uh, who does? He's either in the building or he's not in the building. He's going to be on drive talking about the third test. Yeah, he might have to do ten minutes with Goffey on uh, the batting order for England. So anyway, yeah. um, I'm, it's a shame because so many of you have, have got questions here and I think it's only right that we put them to um, a, a fellow MotoGP expert. <laughs> uh, you can speak on behalf uh, of uh, 
of um, of Mark. Are you prepared to do that, Andy? I am. Okay, it, what it me... does show is that we should do more on this sport because people love it. It's yeah, really popular. They do. All you really need is oh, the bloke who competes in it here yeah. in the studio. That mm. would be massively helpful. It so would... anyway, um, mm. Mark, uh, David uh, Prately would like to know, yeah. after last year's race was cancelled due to rain, this mm. is the British Grand yeah. Prix, um, if it were to rain again, uh, Mark, would you be happy to race at Silverstone in the wet, bearing in mind what happened to uh, Rabat? That's Tito Rabat, who who uh, broke his leg. Mm, nasty. Uh, well, and, I, think, uh, I so, think I'd be quite concerned actually, because what? driver safety is always a very, very important. But well, I think apparently they've no, they've relayed. They've, I'm trying to answer as if he would. They've relayed the surface there. Oh, well, and that, I, I was yeah. going to ask you whether you know you're happy with what you've seen. Well, you know, the relayed surface would make a difference, but I'd still be, you know, wanting to put. <laughs> what am I doing? Well, I don't know. <laughs> Given this fast. Well, look, thanks for your answer, which didn't exist. Paul from Stamford says, yeah. can you please ask Mark Marquez if he thinks that wings on MotoGP bikes should be banned? Do you think they should be banned? No, but I think wing mirrors on horses are an excellent idea. Yeah, you've gone down a different route there. Uh, good afternoon, and guys. What a fine band they were. Good afternoon to you, um, Chuffer. <laughs> Really? Interesting nickname. <laughs> I'm not sure I should have read that out. Definitely not. It's a, it's not, a bit of a regional... Does clips of the week, It's a regional curiosity. <laughs> um, anyway, a question for Mark, mm. but Mark's not here, so I'm putting them to Andy. Mm. Uh, would Mark ever... Cons- would Mark, is he, I think he's about to join us. Is okay, he? fantastic. And that's good. I can actually put the questions <laughs> to him in the limited time we have left. So uh, we can put... Because basically, Andy, you were just... I mean... Well, you I was just, bluffing. You I, were bluff- I absolutely nothing uh, may about May I say, MotoGP. some of the worst examples of bluff Trying to pretend to be I've a sports I've only ever been star. on a motorbike once in my life. Is that right? Yeah, a bloke called Alex Pike at school. He had a bike, and I went on the back of it. It was sensationally exciting. So, what, but, but I didn't it never, like having to hold it him. Never led the, you into the world. I didn't of... like having to hold him around the waist. <laughs> <laughs> I felt felt uncomfortable. Really, yeah, that was that was an issue for you. <laughs> there we are. And you've not been on a motorbike since. Show um, Mark Marquez. What a great loss to the world of MotoGP. Chris Marshall, the actor and villain. I think you find. I mean, I've done. We'll put that one to Mark. What's it like? You know, to have to have someone. That's all tomorrow. Thanks for that. They don't do that. That would be an interesting. You just have a passenger. You have a lay passenger don't you <laughs> the only other two things i can think of is the the scene in the marx brothers when uh, chico drives off without was it without harpo needs harpo inside well, no, oh in the motor the sidecar the sidecar that's all oh, yeah, and of course yeah. on the buses where olive used to ride sidecar <laughs> to uh, well Arthur. this is the kind of level of moto gp <laughs> chat the, the producer threatened me with the news that uh, mark was joining us any second um and i've done everything i've ever known every anecdote i've got which, about which is nothing i've done all your motorbike <laughs> material my... uh, haven't you really <laughs> shall i continue putting these questions to mark because is, is it not looking good is it? Is there a producer? I was at Wembley that day that Evil Knievel. <laughs> <laughs> the ten buses. Welcome to clutching at straws here on the <laughs> talk show. sport. The full filler. Anything else? Um, what about when you went to the circus that time? It was that chimpanzee on a motorbike? Don't you remember that? You went round in circles. Yeah, <laughs> no, I didn't know. Wall of death at the fun fair. Well, you... no, I never had a go. At that None myself. of that. No, no, no not really. Else? No. Got... No, what about really. that bit in the Great Escape? Eh? Oh, yes. fantastic, isn't it? You can't... It's Steve fantastic. McQueen. Hey, who could possibly forget True. it? Methods. Mark, why do you think you do better on left-hand <laughs> tracks? Asks. Uh, Daz Hughes. No idea. Why is, why is the left-hand track so good for you, Mark? <laughs> well, you know, I, th- I feel that uh, my weight distribution when I'm on the bike oh, yeah. helps me when I lean to the left. Is that right? So, I have no idea. Okay. I bet he'd be able to tell you, wouldn't he? Yeah, well, he would be able to, but he's I'm not going to ask him things here, like... Sadly. You know, I saw an amazing photo of him riding it's gonna be, a He's going to come in at a minute to four just to say, anyway, let's head to <laughs> Headingley now, catch up with Goffey and Adrian with Drive.
Um, oh, this comes from, this oh, is yeah. lovely. This is from yeah. James, mm. who says, um, Mark is one of the best athletes I've, uh, he says, we well, actually addressed it to you, he says, mm. Mark, you are one of the best athletes I've seen in my 30 years on this planet. Well, that's a great compliment. Um, yes, he's an amazing seven world titles. I know incredible. he is. Yeah, he, uh, he's I was going to ask him, do you have a street bike, and what is it? That Wait, was one okay, of my well, you can, these are questions you can didn't ask him whether he had bike <laughs> insurance. Questions that we've got to. It's the quick. It's going to have to <laughs> very quick three minutes. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between one and four p.m. on Talksport. There we are. That was this afternoon's uh, show. You, know, you should be a part of the G- MotoGP coverage on BT, I think. Brilliant. Really good. Ridiculous. Andy Jacobs joins us now. What's your take on the race? Talk about bluffing. Yeah. It was, anyway, we kind of got something out of it. I think we got away with it just. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we'll catch up with you uh, tomorrow. Have a fine evening.